What's going on, everybody? This is the Board Certified Gaming Podcast, the video game podcast where everything's made up and the points don't matter. If you get that reference, I applaud you. If you don't, you have some research to do. Look it up. You'll thank me later. So, unfortunately, you're stuck with just me today. It's Andy. Amar will be back next week. If it turns out I'm your favorite host, I aw, that's awesome. <laughs> I appreciate it. You're in luck. If you actually prefer Amar or don't like either of us, I can't really help you there. So, sorry. <laughs> Today I'm going to discuss a little game by the name of Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Maybe you've heard of it. You know, if you haven't, then, you know, look up. And if you see a rock, you're probably living under one. It's been out for about a month, and we haven't really talked about it much here since it released. We mentioned it before it came out you know, and what we were going to think it was going to be and the little tidbits we heard, but we haven't really talked about it since we've, you know, had a chance to play it a bunch. And I have, I've played it a ton and I'm just going to give some of my thoughts on it for you guys on this week's episode, just because, you know, it, we need to give it its time. We need to, you know, talk about it. And I'm sure you guys want to hear about it too. <laughs> there is something I do want to say first though. So this podcast is available wherever pods are casted. And we appreciate all of our listeners, uh, you know, wherever you guys decide to listen. We appreciate it, whether it's you know, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, whatever. I mean, you're pretty awesome, no matter what you're doing. So, but make sure to subscribe, leave comments, reviews, likes, all that fun stuff, as well as, uh, you know, share it with people you know. I mean, we get a lot of our content out there via word of mouth. And, you know, we can't thank you enough for your help doing that. We, that's honestly how we get to grow and improve what we're doing. And we also have a Twitter and Instagram account that you can follow for fun tweets and cool pictures. You know, we I tweet a lot on the Twitter account and I try to take some pictures every once in a while and we uh, tweet out, you know, whenever things are releasing or any news that's upcoming. So go follow those. Uh, the Twitter is at BCG Podcast and the Instagram is just Board Certified Gaming Podcast. It's a very long name, but... You know, you can remember that and look it up. Finally, if you guys are enjoying yourselves listening to us talk about pretty much nothing, I mean, we talk about video games, we try, but we get derailed a lot. If you guys are having fun, consider checking out our Patreon page. You know, uh, however you guys choose to support us, whether it be from listening to us or sharing all of our content or liking us on Twitter, or following us on Instagram. Or, you know, supporting the Patreon. Uh, all of it, 100% comes back to you, our listeners, in content that is, you know, better and more frequent. We're always looking to improve what we do and make it better for you guys. You always have you always have us at our best. We're not always at our best, but we try. And, you know, with some of your help, we can be even better. And that's all we want is to provide the best content for you guys and keep you enjoying it. So now we're going to get on to the game. So Call of Duty is a franchise that's been around a while, a long time, actually. And it's been going, it's been kind of weird because it's been going back to the past and forward to the future. You know, like just almost every few years, it's like, all right, we're going back 20 years. All right, now we're going forward 30 years. It's just, they've run out of, well, they haven't run out of, but they're running out of actual wars to play, make games about so they kind of have to make up ones as they go like yeah these guys 
these guys are pissed at these guys because of some reason, and then you're right in the middle of it, or you you are siding with one side because they're apparently good, but there are robots and all these uh, mech suits and jetpacks and stuff like that. So they just got super weird. And then they were in space, and then they're like, yeah, let's not do that. Nobody liked it. And now they thought, you know what? There's nothing like the present, so they went back to modern warfare. You know, we're back in the now. Is is that what Back to the Future is about? I don't know. I feel like there's a Back to the Future reference in there. I got nothing. But with this year's game, they're back, and it's kind of full circle because Modern Warfare was the fourth Call of Duty, and this is the fourth Modern Warfare. So how about that? I mean, I mean, I, if that was their plan, I don't know, but... It's kind of like full circle. So I guess props to you, Activision, for making that because they've, I don't know. I guess I'm giving them too much credit. They don't really deserve the credit for just saying, hey, they really loved this thing. Let's make it again. But, you know, props where props are due. So I'm going to give my thoughts about the, you know, the basic stuff first, like sound, visuals, gameplay, all that jazz. And then I'm going to go into like the different modes like campaign multiplayer that you know kind of thing so just give my overall impressions of the game how i'm how i'm enjoying it what i'm doing and just how i'm feeling about the game so if you haven't picked it up yet you can do your holiday shopping and pick it up and maybe i sway you maybe i don't i don't know we'll see but overall i'm having a great time with it it's i'm a big fan of call of duty and this is really a it's new, but it feels familiar. So obviously, the it's the same universe as Modern Warfare, the original one. You know, kind of the same characters, and it's just like a got that same kind of feel. But it's it's new. It's the old Call of Duty Four came out in two thousand seven, and this one is out in two thousand nineteen. So there is a twelve year gap, which there have been obvious improvements. So I'm it's not. It kind of like is Madden where, you know, it's just the same Madden or FIFA sports games where it's, yeah, it's the same stuff, just like a little bit different, like new characters or new players in the sports game. But this one, it feels different than the rest of them. Like it just has a different feel to it. And most of that is tied to the next two things I'm going to talk about is the visuals and the sound. I'm going to talk about the most important one right now, and that's sound. So just by you know, putting on headphones and listening to this game, we got a little bit of taste in the beta or alpha and beta, whatever the hell it was out. But we got a little taste and playing it with headphones, I was like, holy crap, this thing sounds amazing. Like it sounds like unlike any other Call of Duty game we've had, which I mean, I've heard a lot of Call of Duty in my life. So this one is just, they put so much money into the sound design. Like that's a lot of cheese to make that sound as beautiful as it does. It's just gorgeous. And you listen with headphones, it sounds like you're literally in a war and there are actual guns firing around you. Bullets are fly firing, flying. They do all that kind of stuff. There's explosions sound realistic. Like there's one thing they actually did is tried to make explosions like echo and last a little bit longer because explosions don't just like, a grenade doesn't just blow up boom, and then the sound's gone. Sound travels. It bounces and goes until it you know, dissipates, until the vibration dissipates. And in this game, they're like, all right, explosions from grenades, 
they last a little bit longer. So it's like you kind of feel like, wow, that was an explosion. It's still there. It's like I feel like my ears should be ringing, but they don't. Thank God. It's not like that, you know, overbearing, but it's just you notice the difference in the sound about how this game sounds compared to other Call of Duties. It's like they actually took the weapons that you play with and were like, here, put a microphone up to this assault rifle, shoot it a bunch of times in, you know, wide open areas. And that's the sound it is. So it's not that it's realistic because it is, you know, a fictional game with, you know, realistic weapons and kind of a realistic scenario, but it just feels like this is like I'm watching a war movie with like actual guns being fired. Like it's, it's pretty legit. So I major props to Activision for just going balls out on the sound because it it's noticeable. You know, you can tell that they really wanted to do something different. And the first thing you're going to do is, you know, listen for the war sounds because it's just this gigantic bonkers atmosphere that you're just dropped into. And now you're just, you're hearing a war movie, essentially. And, you know, the better quality headphones and uh, gear you have to hear it, even better. So that's sound already is what I'm noticing is super good. And then visuals is next. The visuals are pretty, like, not starkly different. It just feels so different compared to like Black Ops 4. 4? Yeah, Black Ops 4, which came out. That was, it's not like, you know, 4K to like 720p. It's not like that. It's just, it just feels different. Like it, it's better, but I can't explain why. It just has this more realistic looking feeling. Whereas you can tell it's animated, you can tell these people are jumping with exosuits and jetpacks and uh, claw hooks and all this other crap. And they're just going so fast and they're just like speeding through. But this one just feels like real. Like it feels more real, kind of like a Battlefield felt. Like not that it is Battlefield, but it, it kind of gives me a Battlefield Rainbow Six Siege vibe from the visuals. And if you've played either of those games, you kind of know what I'm talking about. It's realistic-y, but it's not, like, cartoony in any way. And it's just, I like I said, I'm probably doing a terrible job of explaining it, but it, it just feels so much different compared to any other Call of Duty game I've played, especially from the first Modern Warfare. <laughs> like, I mean, it's night and day difference. Like, they are both kind of the same universe, but one just looks and sounds so much more realistic and better than the other one it's crazy and then finally we're going to get into gameplay and kind of the feel of the game which kind of ties into visuals it's a lot slower than your typical call of duties that you've been used to over the years black ops got really fast you know with the more modern games they got super fast where it's like you're running you're gunning you're taking people out and just blitzing through everybody and just going everywhere you can as fast as you can, jumping over stuff, wall running, jetpacking, all that other crap, which you can tell I'm not a huge fan of. But, I mean, it's it was still a unique twist, but it got too fast for some people. And it's like, this is getting absolutely insane. And so quick, I'm lasting like two seconds and then I'm dead, which still happens. You know, it's still, obviously, you're going to, the people that are terrible at Call of Duty games, period, are going to be bad. And they can't figure it out to save their life. But this one just feels slower because they've added doors. So you have to actually open doors. You have to actually like go through them. You can close doors and you can just power through them as well. But it's still like 
it's not it's kind of chunky running but not super chunky running it's like whatever you're holding kind of matters if you're holding a bazooka or you're a gun that's like decked out with like 17 different attachments you're probably going to run a little bit slower as you would in real life if you're holding just a pistol you might run faster and you can feel it you can feel it in the running you can feel it in like okay i am clomping away at with my combat boots because i have a bunch of gear on me and i'm not just you know some sprinter who can just uh beeline it right to the guy and jump on the wall and fly and do all this other crap and then just yeah jump down and you know beat a guy up with a knife you can't really do that you got to take it a little bit slower you got to plan your you know your moves you got to think about what you're going to be doing you got to okay if I go around this corner, I know this is a really big choke point and I know a bunch of people are going to be coming this way so I can, you know, mount up here, which is a new thing. You can mount on walls and on top of like tables and barrels and stuff just to like have your gun be stable and mount and you can mount on the side of walls. So you can just kind of like peek out of a corner. It's like more strategic, I would say, whereas the previous iterations of Call of Duty have been a little bit more, you know, blitz like you want to just go as fast as you can and take them before they can get to you this one's more like yeah, let them come i'm ready or you know i i'm gonna have to go slowly so i don't because i don't know where they're gonna come from and i have to find a good spot to you know walk slowly and take them out as soon as i can or as soon as i see them or before they see me like it's it's a different kind of feel which i'm enjoying i mean i think call, i personally thought call of duty was getting too fast and I'm like, slow it down, please. Slow it down. This is getting way too nuts. I get they want to go for like extreme and violence. And, you know, everything's, everybody's nuts and they want to kill each other. But this one's like, all right, you're actually like, it, that's not realistic in a battle. You're not just going to run right in the middle of everybody with, you know, a handgun and then just use whatever, you know, you have like sledgehammer you brought. Like, it's weird. So they're just like, yeah, this is like an actual, you need to be strategic. You need to pay attention to what you're doing. You can't just run in and expect to just murder everybody. Sometimes you can, you know, if you're playing against a bunch of noobs, but, you know, that's not the, it's more the exception than the rule. Whereas the other Call of Duties became the rule was as fast as you can gets you the most success you could ask for. So that's just the feel. It just feels, it looks better, sounds better feels like more realistic like an actual like gunfight and battle would be and it's i'm already digging it like i'm giving it a lot of credit because call of duty has been in a bit of a rough patch in terms of games where they're like yeah we're making them but it seems like we're making them too fast we're trying to you know push out the next one just because it makes us a bunch of money and they're kind of relying on their name at this point they're like, yep, you're going to buy it anyway and play it a bunch. It's got a battle royale mode, blah, blah, blah. And they're just like, whatever it is, if you don't like it, we'll just make another one that you're going to buy anyway. But they've been on the downturn. So less people have been buying them because other games exist like Fortnite and, you know, Battlefield still is a thing and other shooters. So they they really needed this to be different. They needed it to be the nostalgia factor as well as, you know, a newness like this is unique. Like this is something you've never played before, but still kind of familiar to something you used to play. So I I think they have a, a really good balance because it has to be a delicate balance. And I think they've achieved that balance in terms of this feels like a brand new game, but it still kind of has that uh, nucleus of the old one. 
And with that, I'm going to get into the game modes, which is kind of exemplifies that point. So I'm going to start with the campaign because, and spoilers, there are campaign spoilers that I'm going to mention. So there are things with the story. This game's been out a month. So if you haven't heard about them or experienced themselves or saw a video about it on YouTube, I mean, you should have, you know, it's one of the most popular games of this year already. So go check it out or go watch them or go play it, you know, before I ruin something for you. It's not really that spoilery. It's just there are details about it that it's you only get the true effect of it by playing the campaign. And, you know, I'll wait. I'm kidding. I'm not going to wait. <laughs> I'm not going to wait. I'm just going to go into it. So the campaign is pretty nuts, actually. Like, it's pretty gnarly the way they're... It's not your typical Call of Duty campaign. There's always the same, you know, okay, you're three different dudes and then one dies. So then you're two different dudes and then you're just all going through these different battles when it seems like there's somebody that's the main evil guy who's effect, who's teamed up with another guy and then you just need to go infiltrate a bunch of places, take some people out, find an informant and all this other uh, junk. And it, it's been kind of repetitive where there's always a twist. Like there's always a big twist in the middle. Like the villain was actually this guy or you die like shockingly. And you're like, what? I'm dead. And like all these guys are dead. So we have to be someone else like, or my favorite character is gone. Like it's, it's not typical, but it, they've been kind of hitting the same notes. Whereas in, uh, Modern Warfare 2, there was the no Russian mission where you go through an airport and shoot a bunch of people. That was, for the time, like, holy shit, that we have never experienced that. And that came out of nowhere. There was even a warning beforehand, hey, you're going to see some shit. So, like, either skip it or if close your eyes, maybe. But I felt like they were trying to accomplish, they were trying to do that no Russian thing but kind of toned down a little bit and spread out throughout the game. So there's like, here's Battle in the Middle East, which is already, you know, a controversial subject, uh, you know, a hot topic in a lot of circles about, you know, the wars over there and, you know, uh, the beef that Americans and, you know, those in the Middle East have, excuse me. And they're, it's not like they're trying to play up on that and like shock value and, oh, here's a uh, divisive topic that everybody needs to talk about. Like, here's a political garbage. Not really. It's just like it's already a touchy subject. And the fact that there's fighting over there and that's based like essentially where this is, is you know already going to have some effect. And then you add the fact that there's Russians in it. So it's basically you in the Middle East fighting Russians and also fighting like Middle Eastern people. I forgot the country. I'm so sorry I forgot the country, but it's, it's, you're in the Middle East and then you're also in like London, but there's a London mission where there's a bunch of just all these people come out and shoot a bunch of civilians and blow up some stuff, blow up buildings and take some people hostage. And it's pretty crazy. Like that's, that's nuts. That's not like no Russian because you're not doing it yourself, but it's still just the impact of that and how many, you know, shootings or bombings actually happen like in other countries today. 
it's pretty crazy. And they were like, well, we might have to include some of that in our game just to not, you know, make it real for people, but to like, hey, this happens in real life. So it just adds to the realism, I guess. And the one thing that's is a small touch that they added that, I mean, I don't think it's a huge deal, but it's noticeable. Some of the enemies are suicide bombers. So they just run at you and you need to shoot them or uh, don't shoot the bomb because they're going to blow up or don't let them get next to you because then they're going to blow themselves up. And that's a mechanic we haven't seen before where there's like, that's kind of not an NPC, but that's like an enemy and a common enemy will be a suicide bomber. And you need to deal with that because that's just a tactic that's been used and it hasn't been used in games that much or is like, there's one probably like shock suicide bomber that's like you like it's in every game you got to kill this guy no matter what and it's like a cutscene. this one's actually like yeah he's just going to be out there randomly because he's a random enemy and i thought that was insane and i don't want to say that this is all for shock value or all for hey guess how like current and you know with it we are that we pay attention to world events and we want to let you know about what's happening out there, what's really happening. But it is, it's there. I mean, there are tensions in the Middle East. Russia and us in the uh, United States, us, <laughs> they got, you know, they got beef a little bit. You know, there's a lot of tension everywhere. And the fact that it's like, yeah, you're just going to be either killing those uh, Russians or you're going to be killing someone else because and then you're going to be killing them both because they're teaming up or they're both pissed at you and want to kill you and it's just in it's very current but it's not for the just the sake of hey you know this is happening so we're just going to put that in the game like just make it more you know make some kind of political statement it's just there just to add to the realism and I probably did a terrible job of explaining the campaign but I mean, you're the same characters are kind of there. So Captain Price is there and he's basically not a rogue guy, but he's like, I'm going to do my own shit and I'm going to get the job done because that's what I do. And then you follow a couple other characters in the game and then you make it through dealing with the Russian guy who looks like Kevin Spacey. It's weird. He's not Kevin Spacey, but he looks like him. And you're trying to take him down. You're trying to take this guy named the Wolf down, who's like, really, like, I'm not the bad guy. It's somebody else is the bad guy. And I'm like, well, okay, you're clearly a bad guy. <laughs> and you, it's, you have to fight through the uh, United States Embassy. You got to do all this other uh, stuff. And you eventually, you know, deal with the bad guys. You get rid of the Russian guy. There's a flashback to when uh, this girl named Farah and her brother Hadir were, you know, captured under the Russian guy and they had to break out of prison and they had to like form a resistance against him. They become your allies and you just have to, you know, form up and fight this Russian dude and fight the wolf who's the bad other bad guy. And then, you know, you make your way through and you kill him, you blow stuff up. And, you know, there are a little couple twists along the way, but towards the end, then it's like, all right, you did it. You completed, you know, you killed the Russian guy. You did it. But then, which is not a shock or a twist, but it's kind of like, a, oh, okay, like, that's awesome. It gets to a point where it's like, all right, so Price is assembling a squad to take out Zakaev, the guy from uh, Call of Duty 4. 
but it's his son. So it's kind of like switched it up. He's like, all right, his son is actually like competent and he's not like a mission himself. It's just, he's the bad guy taking it over. And like, now he's the bad guy. He's the threat and we have to go stop him. So Captain Price needs a task force together and you play as Kyle uh, Garrick, I think his name is, and he's a British guy. And, you know, through the whole thing, he's like, I'm going to recruit you. Uh, you're on my team now. And then at the end, you see his dossier, his file, his, uh, you know, uh, military file. And his nickname is Gaz. And then Price is like, I don't know why they call him Gaz. I didn't know that. He didn't mention it, but he's on my team. I like him. Like you build a relationship with Price throughout that whole game. And I thought that was a nice touch because I was like, I said before it was familiar, but it was still kind of new. Like, this isn't really a reboot of Modern Warfare, It essentially. It feels kind of like a prequel. Like, there's all this stuff happens, and then at the end, it's like, Zakaev is there. You have Gaz is there. And you're Captain Price running Squad 141. He, he's like, yeah, I want soap on my team. I don't know why they call him soap. It's classified. And, it, like, that's the end. And I'm like, wait a minute. So this kind of feels like a prequel to uh, to actually modern Call of Duty 4. So you could technically swap this game for Call of Duty 3, like back those up, put this in between 3 and 4, and then kind of it makes sense. Like it's kind of like Rogue One for Star Wars. It's like this isn't really canon, but if you put it in, it kind of fits. Like it kind of works. So it... I am enjoying that fact in that going back and paying attention to the missions. It's like a lot of this stuff is like connected and it's kind of a uh, woven story through fan service. Ultimately. I mean, they wanted to keep it real and new for those who may not have played the game back in 2007, but they wanted to keep it, you know, old enough. So you, yeah, same guys. And it's like it, the payoff is there for those who have played the game. Uh, myself included i was like that's awesome i it's the best kind of fan service it's not forced it's just like oh okay so you were been playing as gaz the whole time like, like that's dope i enjoyed that and you know soap is gonna come there and you know all the, the task force is back and then they're gonna have to go do all these missions to defeat zikayev and you know uh nikolai is there and it's just it's good fan service like the best kind it's not you know cheesy forced anything like that it just felt you know what this is cool and they're they might uh, continue on they might say okay now the next one is you know you have to do call of duty 4 all over again or like it, it'll make you want to play call of duty 4 again because it's like kind of you can relive that whole story out like it's i'm enjoying it so the campaign was cool and then it continues into spec ops which is a mode they had in modern warfare 2 which is just like co-op because you have campaign, you have multiplayer, which is just online competitive stuff, and then Spec Ops, which is their cooperative mode. So there are a couple uh, missions you can do with your friends. I haven't got, I haven't played much of Spec Ops because I don't have any friends. I'm kidding. But um, yeah, I mean, I haven't had... It's four-player co-op, so it's like you either need to find randos or, you know, have three other friends who want to do Spec Ops mode, which is, you know, it's kind of hard to find. Back in the day, we did because we were in high school and had nothing else to do. But, I mean, I I will try it out just because it, the, at the end of the campaign, it says the campaign continues in Spec Ops. So I wouldn't be surprised if there's like an extra mission that's like kind of tied to the story that's also like, yeah, this is kind of an allusion to um, 
Call of Duty 4, like that story. And so I want to try that out. I know that it's enemies don't uh there's not there is an infinite amount of enemies so you need to be careful because you're there you can't just camp and take them out and then move forward you got to like keep moving it's kind of difficult like you know you might die a bunch which back to the campaign for a second i did notice that i have been dying a lot in campaign and i've played on like the you know normal mode it's kind of difficult like it's not the easiest game in the world because there are times where it's like okay, I have to open up these doors and there's a guy right behind the door and he's going to shoot as soon as I open the door. And they, I, there's no one else I can send to open the door. So I either got to find a way around or remember where he is and shoot through the door or you know throw a grenade somewhere. It's kind of tough. You need to be strategic. You need to, there are like stealth missions where you need to take out lights and then take out people in night vision who's like, they have a flashlight and if they see you, you're dead. But you can, you know, shoot out the lights and then take, turn the power off and sneak around. And there's a, a mission where you have to tell uh, the embassy secretary, hey, I need you to get through this hallway and, you know, into this, you're basically on the other side of the building and you have to direct her using security cameras and a cell phone. Like it's, it's really interesting and it's difficult. It's pretty hard. I don't think I could do it on the hardest difficulty. I'm not that good. It's... You know, it's actually added some difficulty. So I'm assuming Spec Ops is pretty difficult as well, which is why it's four-player co-op. You can't just do it yourself because you're just going <laughs> to die all the time. So I should try that out. But and the co-op, I'm going to do... I'm going to try some, but mostly I play the multiplayer. And that's that's where Call of Duty makes its bones. It's, you know, the main attraction, as you will... I mean, even Black Ops 4 didn't even have a campaign, so they're like, people just want to play the multiplayer, so we're just going to, you know, forget a campaign. This one added a campaign, but it's also like, hey, how we got the, you know, kick-ass multiplayer that we've always had, and it delivers. You know, it's it's that's those same visuals and sound and feels of the game that it's just added to multiplayer now, and it's not... Im I wouldn't want to say, like, dramatically improve the experience because it's always... You know, it's always been pretty fun, but it really adds something. It's like I feel like I'm in just a crazy battle, and the, it's me against every, like other people, and I'm actually like, I have to try. I have to find good spots to take cover. I have to, you know, uh, be wary of doors. Like I have to, you know, open them and be careful. I sometimes have to shut them behind me so they don't see me behind me, or I can make sure nobody's coming. Like, you have to be strategic. There are some game modes where you are only in night vision and you have to shoot using a gun with a laser. That That's the only thing you can use to aim. And, you know, anybody can see your laser because it's all dark and they have night vision too. So it's just, it's a really fun experience and they're, they keep adding to it and I'm kind of decent. I have an over one uh, kill death ratio. Thank you very much. Hold your applause, please. No, it's fine. I'm just a regular man like you. But um, it, I was going to like the multiplayer no matter what, but this one is kind of exceeding my expectations. I was just like, all right, you know, give me something like World War II or something like the original Modern Warfare, and they kind of delivered, whereas they just added a bunch of stuff. Like, if you compare it to Black Ops 4, this one has just way more stuff to do and stuff to collect and stuff to work towards. And 
I'm going to get into some news after this, but you know, they can, you can tell that they want to build it to be a great experience for people and want it to, you know, they want to add more stuff. They want to keep doing things and making it the biggest, most, you know, the biggest game they possibly can and probably the best one. I don't know what their future plans are for Call of Duty, but if they just take this one and add to it and make it better, I'm, I'm fine. Like, that sounds great. This is one I can see myself playing repetitively, keep playing. They keep changing or like updating or adding new stuff. I can just see it becoming this, not the last Call of Duty, but like, it's just Call of Duty Modern Warfare. We're not going to make any more of them. We're just going to add things to them. We're going to add to the campaign and spec ops. We're going to add to the more multiplayer maps for you guys to do. Like it, it's awesome that they're like taking this one as like we're putting a lot of effort into this so nobody can accuse us of just making one just to make one and then get it out so the next one can come out like it you can tell and multiplayer i'm having a blast it doesn't i don't get tired like at a certain point i would get tired of playing it it's like man i don't want to play call of duty right now like it's i'm sick of dying i'm sick of having all these robot bees coming after me and having all these trip wires and shit and all these jetpacks and people just as soon as I, you know, shoot at them, they run up a wall and, you know, fly away. I'm sick of that. This one is slower. People are, you know, you have to shoot them and hit them because it's more realistic firing. It's realistic guns. It's realistic explosions. You know, it's the kill streaks are more realistic. Like you can't just have this thing that wipes out everybody. You can't have a million dogs just come and kill everybody. It's like, yeah, you get one missile and you get to aim it at an area. Wherever you point that laser is where the ship is going to send a missile. So if you send it in a really terrible spot, that's real life. You know, if you shine a, a infrared laser at a wall and they shoot the missile at the wall, you're fucked because you didn't do anything. Why didn't you point it where people are going to be? Like it matters. So I I think they've made the campaign a little bit more realistic and the multiplayer a little bit more realistic. And it just feels, you know, like a game that I mean, Battlefield isn't, you know, more realistic, but it feels kind of like Battlefield, where it's like your decisions matter, how you, you know, go about your mission matters, you know, you gotta work together. Spawns are, you know, important. So you gotta make sure to either you know, get out of there and find where the enemies are going to spawn and take them out or let them come to you and, you know, hole up somewhere because it's not harder, but it's more realistic. So your bullets, they do, I don't want to say more damage, but it feels like they do. It feels like a real bullet. It feels like this is going to hurt you. Like a couple shots, you're dead, which is normal. That's, that's real life, folks. If you get shot a couple times, you're not likely to live. But I am having a blast. The thing I like the most is that there are tons of things to do, meaning tons of things to work towards. And what I mean by that is the weapons, there are tons of attachments. There are like 70 weapon levels and you get attachments through 55 of them or something like that. So that's like 20 different scopes, 20 different uh you know, kinds of perks and other things. There's like 10 barrels, 10 or five, you know, uh, grips on your, on the handle with the trigger, like seven different silencers or suppressors or, you know, attachments to the muzzle. Like it's, it's pretty intense at how much stuff there is and stuff you can unlock just by playing using the gun. 
And that's all we want is like, I'm going to play using this gun so I can get more stuff and level it up to make it the best gun because I have these other attachments that are really cool. And there are even these things called uh, kits or like there are missions for kits. So they have had kits before, but now you can actually unlock them by doing certain missions. So it's like, I want this challenge. You do all these six challenges in a row, right? One after another, and you get a kit for this gun. It's unique. So it's like an all, you know, decked out pistol or this, you know, machine gun that looks pretty gnarly. That's like silver and has like a cool camo that like nobody else can have unless they do that mission. So it's pretty cool. And it's something to work towards. It's something to, you know, aim because I want that kit. I want my gun to look cool. And it's got some attachments that I don't have currently and I'd want them and, you know, just to have it. And there's so much like, not that it's cosmetic, but these actually do a difference or make a difference because that site might be a better site for you. The, pist the pistol attachments might make you use your pistol more. The, you know, extended mags or the specific silencer might be the difference between you killing a bunch of people or you dying right away. Like it, they matter. I mean, you, you don't want somebody to have the optimal gun that just kills everybody and wipes them all out. But you know, it, there are, I feel like their guns are on more of an even playing field where there's a bunch of guns I've found that I'm like, I'm having success with this. And if I take all the attachments off, I'm not having as much where it's like, you have to find what works for you, what you like better. Sometimes you need, you know, 40 bullets because you miss a lot, or sometimes you need more accuracy because you miss a lot. In my case, I miss a lot. So I need <laughs> extended mags and a different sight and other things and a different you know thing on the barrel because I miss a lot but you know it's there's something for everybody there's something for people who I really like to be quiet and use submachine guns but they need to do more damage so here's a bunch of attachments for you and here's some perks and you know it it's just the customization customization options are insane and there's so much to unlock that you're always doing something you're always unlocking something because in certain call of duties there's a point where you don't unlock anything and it's just you get up five levels and you got nothing like whoop de do but you know this there's always something to unlock there's always a new gun to use it's always a different mission or kit to unlock or something challenge to do it's pretty crazy and speaking of like all this content and stuff the whole reason kind of for this episode and us talking about uh, Call of Duty, I'm going to end it with some huge news that came out from Activision. So on December 3rd, the day after this episode airs, Season 1 begins. And that's kind of the process they're doing with Call of Duty multiplayer. And, you know, Call of Duty Online, we'll say. Call of Duty Online is the app, the game on the phone. It's okay. I mean Call of Duty and their online service, their online content. So in season one, you know, when that releases on December 3rd, there's just adding kind of like Fortnite does, which, I mean, everybody wants to be like Fortnite now, so you can't really fault them for wanting to do that, but it's the same kind of method. So in season one, there's a battle pass where you can unlock stuff, mainly guns or cosmetic things, you know, skins and costumes and different emblems and all this other uh, stuff. And there is a free version, free tier, and a battle pass tier. So if you buy the battle pass and you progress in the game, you unlock essentially cooler stuff or rarer stuff or more useful stuff, I guess. And, you know, for every six levels of 
free where you unlock one thing, you unlock something every level in a battle pass, which is what gets you to buy the battle pass. So it's a lot like Fortnite. And they're introducing that, you know, for the people who have some extra cash around and want these new cosmetic things. But they're also, the whole reason this season one is a big deal is because they are doing a massive dump of free content. So it's a bunch of maps for multiplayer, a lot of, you know, Call of Duty 4 maps, which I'm excited to, you know, play those again, but like look cooler, like shipment is back and I'm so excited. But there's new game modes, there's new spec ops missions, there's new... Uh, some new weapons, some new challenges, new ribbons, like all this new stuff you can do that's all free. You don't need the Battle Pass. You don't need to do it. The Battle Pass will have extra stuff in it, but you're already getting enough by not having the Battle Pass. Like, here you go. Like, have more fun. And it, that's, like I said before, it really sounds to me like they're taking this seriously and saying, we are going to update the hell out of this game because... You know, the next Call of Duty is going to come out probably a year or two from now, year and a half, something like that. And it's going to be drastically different. It's going to be, I think, you know, uh, one in the past or another Black Ops game. So it's going to be drastically different than this game. So they have to make sure that, you know, they keep players on this one, which I think they're going to do. You know, if you can get to, I don't know how long the seasons are going to last, but if you can get like five, six, seven seasons in. That's a lot of you know new stuff that they're constantly working on to improve and try to give to us that it's like, all right, I'm going to keep playing this a couple months from now because they keep adding stuff. They're trying to be like Fortnite because Fortnite kind of hit lightning in a bottle. But I mean, it, it's worth a shot. You know, I, I don't think this is going to be a bad thing. Like having more cosmetic stuff is never a bad thing. It'll get obviously some more money for them. But, you know, I'm, I'm excited because... It's not like I get bored with Call of Duty, but it gets to a certain point where it's like, all right, all I can really do is prestige and get all my stuff that I've already unlocked back and get like a new emblem. Like, all right, whoop de doo But now they're like, all right, when you hit 55, you can go, you can rank your officer rank up to, I think, 150 something. I don't know. But I'm only like level 35. <laughs> I played it a bunch, but I am not very good. And once you get it up there and the season resets, you go all the way back down to 55. So you need to try it again and get, you know, those levels and that rank all the way back up by playing more. So it's kind of like a reason to play, like uh, more reasons to keep going and keep playing multiplayer, which is what we needed. We don't want this to grow stale. They don't want this to grow stale either. So they want to keep us engaged, keep us playing. Because at a certain point, a repetitive game, if you play a repetitive game a lot, you get bored because it's like, I need something. I need some strange. I need some new. I need something else. Whereas this one, it's like, we'll try to make it as different as possible and as you know extensive as possible. So there's all different kinds of guns. We're adding new guns. We're adding all your maps from you know all the other Call of Duty games that you enjoyed. We're adding new game modes. We're adding new spec ops missions. We're adding, we're nerfing guns so you don't get pissed off at it. We're, you know, updating things and making your feet not sound as loud. It just sounds like they're taking this seriously, which I'm impressed at. And I think that's my overall thought because I've covered kind of everything and I just wanted to give props to Activision because it sounds like they're doing it right. You know, your your $60 is worth so over, you know, much of your time that if it if you found out it was being a waste of your time, like it's a waste of your money. Like if I'm spending only a couple hours and I get bored or the campaign sucks, like what did I spend a bunch of money for? I might as well have waited and, you know, get it for 20 bucks 
you know, a couple months from now, because it'll be the same game then than when I picked it up, you know, first day. This one, it'll be not drastically different, but it'll be different in a couple months. I'm looking forward to what it'll be and, you know, where it grows and what their next step is. Because if they just want to, you know, pull a blizzard and say, this is our Call of Duty, we're going to improve on it for the next couple of years and then maybe release a sequel sometime, like, and just make a bunch of money from this game by adding new stuff to it, improving it, you know, that'd be cool. That's that's a new move for Call of Duty. So I'm interested. Or they can just go back to their old ways and release another Call of Duty next year and then forget about this one and then keep going and run out of, you know, fake wars and just have to, you know, remaster every single game they've come out with. So we'll see. But in the end, honestly, if you got this far, I appreciate it. That's awesome. You know, listening to me for 45 minutes, that's... That's quite a feat. I mean, I don't even want to listen to me for 45 minutes, but some of you did, and you're awesome. But in my overall thoughts, I think you should pick it up. I think it's a new, fresh Call of Duty that if you played the old one, you're going to love this one. If you haven't played the old one, you're still going to like this. Like, it's it's not, you know, super confusing that you're like, oh, what is going on? Who are these people, and why do I care? They kind of don't explain that. They're just like, these people are cool. And here's this cool story where it's not even about Captain Price. He's just there. So it's like it it feels new, but is also old. And I am old. So I, I guess it you know is right in my wheelhouse of stuff I played and loved back in the day. But it's also the thing I was asking for, where it's a new Call of Duty. It feels new, sounds great, looks beautiful, plays pretty well, and is probably the most realistic war game not war game, but realistic, like first person shooter, you'll see out there right now, short of like a VR simulator like that. I'm not touching that. But, you know, it's, I'm having a blast. And I think you will too. So go pick it up, go try it, go rent it. It's cheap um, on most, you know, Black Friday deals and Cyber Monday deals. And, you know, just the holiday season, you can get it pretty cheap. You know, it'll, don't, I don't know how much the battle pass is, but you might be able to get like a bargain by buying the game and the battle pass at the same time. I don't know. But this one is definitely worth your money because they're putting a lot of they're putting their own resources and effort into it to make it the best possible Call of Duty experience you could ask for, which is a far cry from what Activision has been doing for a while. So I I think they're in the right going in the right direction and I'm happy to see where it goes. This has been this week's episode on Call of Duty. I am Andy. This is Board Certified Gaming Podcast. Check us out on Twitter, Instagram, um, all of the other episodes we have. Subscribe to the channel on YouTube. Subscribe to our Apple podcast. Follow us on Spotify. Do all that fun stuff. And yeah, share this video. Like it, comment, review. Uh, check out our Patreon. And yeah, we love you guys. I'll see you next week. Have a good one.